Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabriel Montalvo here two days in a row now, Gabe. We're doing episodes. I think we should make this a regular thing, just like every single day we could do a podcast. But guys, just before we get started, a lot to get into today. Just a reminder to please visit our website, EmpireStateConservatives.com. Links to all of our merch is on there. Use code Sucks for 15% off. Remember, all of those profits go back into the company. They go back into spreading the message of conservatism in New York, something that is being pushed forward very well. As we all know, President Trump won about 40% of the vote in the last election. So the only way to go in this state is forward. We are not going back to the liberal hellhole. Let's help fix this state, guys. But before let's get started, the New York Times, a former newspaper, as Andrew Clavin likes to say, printed basically what is amounting to blood libel against Israel, talking about how Israel is responsible for the deaths of all the 67 children, some of which are Israeli, most of which are Palestinian. And their source is a source in Gaza, which, as we all know, essentially means that it is a Hamas ploy because that is essentially who runs Gaza. As we all know, Hamas, Fatah, and uh, the uh, Islamic Jihad, they are the terror groups that run those areas. So and they refuse to uh, allocate, uh, dis- not allocate, disclose their source, leading everyone to believe that, you know, these lies. That they're pushing against Israel. As we all know, Israel does everything they can to eliminate civilian casualties. They actually drop, drop fake bombs on top of buildings. And then, you know, to get people to leave, they make phone calls, they drop flyers. They do not want civilian casualties. As everyone knows, they do not run Gaza and the West Bank. Israel has not run that territory. That territory is 100% run by the Palestinian governing authority, which is essentially Hamas and Fatah. So therefore, Israel's not an apartheid state. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Gabe, what is, as we all know, the New York Times is a leftist newspaper. They've shown that they are now moving towards, moving to the far left. What is the left's, uh, really, it's getting ridiculous now. It's unverified information. It's blatant lies. What is the left's obsession with destroying Israel? I don't get it. Right. And this is what is really interesting uh, to me, because you have people uh, within Palestine, uh, like uh, Fatih Hamad, who says he wants to cut off or he's encouraging um, Arabs within the uh, within Israel to buy a knife. It only costs five shekels um, and to, quote, cut off the heads of Jews. This is somebody who displays blatant anti-Semitism. This is somebody who has obviously ha- like hates the Jewish people. Th- these are people who are actual anti-Semitic. And yes, there are stupid people all over the world. We have them here in the United States as well. And the left likes to harp on those people, but they're not actually talking about the people who will throw you off of a rooftop in the event that you're homosexual. Happy Pride Month, by the way. Um, they're not going to they're, they're, they're supporting the people that want to eliminate, commit a, another Holocaust, if possible, given the opportunity, they would certainly do so. I mean, it's such a, a backwards standard. I wouldn't even call it necessarily a double standard. I call it a backward standard. I call this pandering to people that are radicalized. And I'm not saying this is, this is true about all uh, Muslims. I do believe that there are people who've taken steps and tried to reform the, uh, the religion, but when it comes to people found within uh, Palestine, the, 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 the theocratic government found on the Gaza Strip, it's really telling whose side the these news outlets will take. For what reason? I don't know. I don't know why people want to consider continuing their defense of this. These are, I would say, crimes against humanity. You're not going to tell me that 
firing a missile from the inside of a school, from the inside of a hospital, from the inside of a residential area, to then try and hit other residents, other people, literally casting the first stone as well in this situation, is the right thing to do. But everyone has an opinion on this. And the liberal media decides to go forth and say, oh, well, you have to, you have to support what's happening in, in, uh, in Palestine, in the, uh, the Israel is the aggressor. How are they the aggressor? They literally did not even start this. It's absolutely ridiculous. And um, if anyone has listened to Ben Shapiro's show, I think it came out today or yesterday, he actually breaks down the entire history of the area, going all the way back to the Canaanite city-states. He goes all the way back and goes through the entire history. Once again, there has never been a free nation called Palestine. The area called Palestine was called, they, they named Palestine, meaning the Philistines, as a insult, as an insult towards the Jewish people living there. The Philistines were the Phoenicians. It was not the Arabs living there. So that whole, that whole thing is just a blatant lie that it's called Palestine and the Philistines means the Palestinian people. It's, it's, it's a blatant lie. But it's throughout Israel's history, they have tried to do nothing but make peace. They have constantly given concessions since their inception. Even their Declaration of Independence states that they want Arabs who are living in Israel to stay in Israel and be a part of the Israeli state. It's absolutely mm -hmm. insane that anyone is going against Israel. It makes no sense. These people have been spreading blood libels for years. There's even, uh, Gabe, I think I sent it to you earlier, the former Miss Iraq yes. from the Miss Universe talked about this she was her crown was taken from her for taking a picture with miss israel she explained the entire issue behind this and it comes from religion and then it comes from politics these people in this area do not want a jewish state that's what it comes down to everything they spew is lies it's all garbage israel's been doing nothing but making concessions and what pa the rulers of the palestinian people they turn around and the second that there's a negotiation they start launching rockets they start launching terror it, they do not want peace. They want the destruction of Israel. And this whole lie that anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism is garbage. Because Zionism is just the fact that a Jewish state should be allowed to exist in Israel, which is the ancestral home of the Jews. So how can you – you can't tell me that anti-Zionism isn't anti-Semitism. It's something that's used by the liberal left in order to say that they are not anti-Semitic. But they can still condemn Israel, even though Israel hasn't done anything wrong. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Israel does more than any other country to not do something wrong in these situations. And it's been decades. It's absolutely disgusting that the American left does this. And it's what's even more disgusting is that they still support groups like BLM, whose uh, founder who recently... Um, well, she, she left because you know she bought all those houses and then she was getting crap for it. So she decided to resign. In I think it was 2014 or 2015. It was one of those years. There's a video of her talking about they need to end the state of Israel. That it is a modern day apartheid. Absolutely wrong. Absolutely ridiculous. Once again, every Arab living in Israel, 1.9 million, has full civil rights. The areas that the Palestinians are living in, the West Bank and Gaza, are not under Israeli control. It's not an apartheid state. These people are dumb. They just change the name. They use these buzzwords. We've been over this a million times. It's absolutely disgusting. How can any American Jew support this group that that is supporting people who want the death of every Jew in Israel and the I world if they had it their way? I have a quote to support that. Another one from Fatih Hamad. 
uh, which is a uh, he's a, a political figure within Hamas who says the Jews have spread corruption and acted with arrogance and their moment of reckoning has come. The moment of destruction at your hands has arrived. This is the, this is a person who obviously makes threats. This is someone who has a lot of hatred and malice in their hearts. You, there's no way of saying, oh, well, he's reasonable. None whatsoever. They, they don't want. They don't want peace. And we saw this for years with Yasser Arafat. Is that whoever would, the prime minister was in Israel would make a concession, be like, "Hey, we're going to give you land. You can run it," and he would leave the table, not make a counteroffer, and just start violence. Like it's ridiculous. And without the Abraham Accords, without President Trump and the the vast amount of progress that was made in that region through his help and with what was going on because of Iran, essentially. You know, we'll jump into Iran next because I think that that's going to skip over what we were talking about before. But without that, without everyone else in the region realizing that Iran's the real threat. And you know what? Israel's not really doing anything. They don't really want they just want to exist, which is what's going on. When you are constantly making concessions, you are not the aggressor. That's like I took I think we talked about this. I might have talked about this with Angel on his podcast. If the state of New Jersey went, we want Staten Island. Staten Island should belong to New Jersey. It's part It's part of New Jersey's ancestral home, right? And, and New York goes, okay, you can have New Jersey. Uh, you can have Staten Island. Staten Island takes over New Jersey. Then Staten Island starts firing rockets from New Jersey into Midtown Manhattan. And then they go, oh, New York, New York is oppressing us. That's what's good. That, that's it. That is literally what's going on. It's absolutely ridiculous. And the other thing, which I can't stand, and we're going to get into Iran in a second. There's so much in this. They talk about a two-state solution, right? The pal- people running the Palestinian areas do not want a two-state solution. They want the death and destruction of, the is- of Israel. That's what they want. They want the death of every Jew in Israel, and they want to destroy the state of Israel. There already was a two-state solution with the British-Palestinian mandate. The country was called Jordan. But even they don't want the Palestinian people because they understand that every single person who has run them is a terrorist. They have been always been run by terrorist organizations. They have never been a peaceful people, and they've never tried to come to the table. That is why no other nation will take them in. They have their own land now. But instead of doing something with it, they still just want to kill Jews. That's what they want to do. It's that simple. It's not, oh, there's you know, there's things on both sides, or you know, you really have to understand where the Palestinians are coming from. No, no, I understand where they're coming from. They've told us they want the death of every Jew in Israel. It's that simple. It, it's not complicated at all. They do not want peace. There will only be peace on the Palestinian side when they're when every Jew in Israel is dead. That's what they want. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Now, what's in what what I find to be important in this conversation is the fact that we we know for we know that through conflict is where people are able to declare independence through war and through that sort of the politics that come before and afterwards is what determines a lot of people's fate on a massive scale and the formation of countries. Now, after the Ottomans were defeated in World War One, after World War II, everyone came to the agreement that this, and even within holy books, it says that this is the ancestral homeland of the Jews. They've been, they were almost wiped out. They were trying to get wiped out through a very efficient, uh, process that Germany had created, uh, and now you know they've been kicked out of Spain. They've been kicked out of like almost every uh, country in Europe, and now we see that it's getting progressively worse. We're going to create this state. What happens immediately when that uh, when when the Jews are gifted Israel? They are attacked, but 
the amazing thing is they defend themselves saying that they actually have claim to this land. It wasn't just asking for permission from everybody else. They had to defend themselves by force and have been doing so. They've done so time and time again. Ergo, for people talking about colonizer and imperialism, would you not be against the imperialist Arab nations that have been trying to constantly invade and take over Israel? But no, they because they're brown successful. people. That's why. Because this, it, because the left is all race politics. And so the fact that Egyptians and Syrians and all these other people are considered people of color, they win. Even though, basically, Native Israelis are brown-skinned. I mean, there are a lot of people of, of European you know, descent in, in Israel because a lot of people fled Europe. And after the Holocaust, a lot of them fled again and they went to Israel. And, you know, that's where they ended up. But, you know, a lot of native Israelis are, they, they look at you, Gabe, like <laughs> maybe even like slightly darker. So it's just, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. It's this whole thing where it's, it's, it's Jew hatred. That's what it is. That's what it comes mm -hmm. down to. At the end of the day, right. it's Jew hatred. And it's allowed because Jews have been seen as successful in throughout the entire history and throughout everything. The Jews have been the ones persecuted because they have succeeded where others have failed. And, you know, they've been blamed by the people in power and telling the people who haven't succeeded, oh, it's the Jews' fault. Look, they took all your stuff and they made a business and they resold it or they loaned money and then charged interest on it. Oh, how greedy are they? It, it's <laughs> economics, man. Come on. Let's just be real here. It, who loans I, money and then just like to strangers and then it's, oh, no, just pay back exactly what you owe me. Then why am I loaning you money? Yeah, it, 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 it's the whole thing's ridiculous. It's all it's anti-Semitism. It is. It really is. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And I really don't want to hear it anymore that Israel's an apartheid state because it's a blatant lie. Right. Mm. And then you have people like Mia Khalifa, who apparently now we know that, you know, bra size doesn't equate to IQ. Oh, actually, maybe it does. Maybe her IQ is 34. But, you know, the whole the whole issue that we have is she's talking about, oh, my wine is 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 older than your apartheid state drinking Nazi-era wine made in, in Nazi-occupied France. And it, it the whole thing is garbage. It's all garbage. Again, not an apartheid state. And then you are now taking... It's like, it, it's really insane. The left wants to call everyone Nazis, but they utilize Nazi tax tactics, Nazi blood libel against Jews, and then just turn around and call people like me and you Nazis or Nazi sympathizers. Like, well, I, don't, oh. I don't get it. Uh, like that uh, that nice man, Jeffrey Lax. I, I remember his words. Still haven't gotten an apology, but here we are. Um, it depends on the type of brown, I suppose, and what you believe in. Uh, but speaking of Mia Khalifa, this is <laughs> you talk about uh, bra size. I mean, that, that even that's fake. I mean, she's a fake person all around. I mean, she's being caught as a, as a liar on um, her uh, adult um, film career uh, as well. So this is somebody who obviously is just trying to, again... Uh, use some try and try and gain some sort of sympathy for me, trying to be some sort of edgy commentary on what her opinion on this whole thing is, and like like I said, everything about her is fake, and trying to use and say specifically, oh, this is Nazi era wine, haha, -ha, suck it. It's like, can you imagine if anybody else did that? Can you imagine if anybody in the right had was touting Nazi era wine, Nazi styled wine? Anyway. You, know, you know what's even worse? So, it, Gabe, do you ever watch The Office? Yes. Great show. Okay. So, um, what's her name? The redheaded one who replaced Pam as the, um, the, the receptionist. I can't remember her name. Erin. Yes, Erin. 
Okay, so the girl from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, her real name, you know, escapes me right now. She's now getting flack for participating in a beauty pageant in 1999 that in 1877 was funded by white supremacists. Wow. That's that, that's what's going on right now. But Mia Khalifa is fine saying, you know, talking about, you know, Jewish Jewish apartheid states drinking Nazi era wine. I mean, come on. This is the same woman who handed in her her home defense rifle or shotgun in order to curb gun violence. Like she's wow. not a smart person. It's like really not a smart person. And what's really ridiculous is that the American left has gotten so bonkers that Bill Moore is now basically defending conservative talking points with regards to Israel, talking about how insane the left has become. Bill Moore, a person who I agreed with maybe once in the last 20 years, who's a giant leftist, the same guy who I bashed unrelentingly for talking about he wanted an economic crash, uh, crash to get rid of Trump. Is, is the one defending Israel against these leftists. It's absolutely disgusting. And guess what? The left will never condemn their own. They don't do it. I've tried. I've talked to them. I go, hey, I condemn every alt-right person right now, right in front of you. Everyone who preaches hate and violence, I condemn them. Will you condemn Antifa? They never do. They never do. Oh, yeah, no. She, they, they never do. And it's, it's ironic that Mia Khalifa says, I'll take my chances in Saudi and Syria, that born in Lebanon, because she is she was born in Lebanon and came here uh, to the United States when she was young, actually raised as a Catholic, um, born in Lebanon on my passport, wouldn't go over well in Israel. Now, the reason why I say this is ironic, when she made her splash onto, uh, onto the scene, no pun intended. You mean her splash? Uh, <laughs> yes. Her, <laughs> shut up. When she when she came, when she rose to prominence um, with her uh, with her uh, adult film career, she was banned in many places, and, and she was banned in many of the Arab states because of the fact that I believe it was her first video or, or one of the videos that she had done. She was with a hijab, and that was a very big taboo. No, no, uh, it, it was seen as an insult to the religion. It was seen as uh, disrespectful. It was seen as unwomanly by these other people and who you know back at home and the other arab countries and they sent her death threats but the country that would probably allow her to even film in said country with the amount of tabooness that she brought to the table she will be vehemently against and this isn't the first time that she's uh, she's been um she's uh, bash israel this is the first time she showed her colors towards it but i mean a lot of the people that are here already talking about they want to destroy Israel. We've seen people say that in New York City. Uh, we've in their protests. We've seen protests with BLM partnered with um, with uh, Palestinian Hamas supporters saying they would kill, they would fight, they would destroy, they would do a whole bunch of. They would do a lot apparently, but they're saying this from the safety of the United States. They're saying this from the safety of Europe. They're saying this from the safety of being thousands of miles away, not even having the, the gall or the chutzpah to press a button to either blow themselves up or to launch a rocket. These are people who are so vehemently wanting to defend Hamas, to defend Palestine, to defend the Arab world and take out Israel through a tweet just to get that sweet dopamine rush. What have they actually done? What will they ever do? Nothing. That's the answer. But it's edgy. It makes them feel good. It makes it feel nice that you can chant that you're gonna you're willing to kill and destroy people without any sort of backlash. But this is something 
that again, the left won't ever talk about. And this is something that, listen, if we're really going to talk about how people would take any advice from Mia Khalifa, I mean, you should look at her contract with Bang Bros and how she tried to lie at the fact of how much money she was actually making versus what she claimed. Even that was considered to be a stupid move on her contract. That's not really, but let's look at this, really look at the facts here. And I wouldn't really take advice from an adult uh, film star. Anyways, just my no, take. Definitely not her. Definitely not her. Maybe the guy who played the captain in Pirates. That guy was a genius. But, you know, but <laughs> even then, you talk about how ironic it was that all these nations wanted her dead. Syria and all these other places are now allied with Israel against Iran. Syria even wanted to do well. There was talk of using uh, Syrian airspace to allow the Israeli Air Force to take strikes at Iran. Like, these people don't get it. Everyone else in the Middle East besides Iran and Hamas and Fatah are with Israel now. But they still push lies. They still believe this garbage. Why? Because it fits the leftist narrative that the only westernized nation in the Middle East is a colonial oppressor taking out brown people. That's it. That's what they want. They want that story, and it's not true. It's absolutely not true. If you look at Jerusalem, you'll see every Christian, Jew, Muslim living together in harmony, literally eating and discussing over hummus. Like, this is a place, like Israel is a standard of of people where I would say that that it's not a a homogenous society. It is not a society where everyone thinks the same and has the same beliefs. Literally, you have the three biggest religions of the world, some of which have had the some of the, some of which have had the biggest conflicts in the world over history. When you're looking at the Crusades, when you're looking at um, the the you know World War One, when you're talking about how um, how the Ottoman Empire and the Turks had pushed into Vienna and Austria, you you can see times in history where people have been on the opposing sides of things, but have gathered together in a in to what many consider to be the Holy Land, uh, and and gathered in Jerusalem and respect each other and to love each other and to. There's no second tier class of citizens that you find in, in Israel, at least not to my knowledge. If anyone has any way to correct me on this, then please, I encourage you to do so. But I mean, people like Iran are fundamentally causing this. They're spreading propaganda. They're spreading hysteria. Back to your point, Evan, about the Iraqi, um, former Iraqi Miss Universe, um, or sorry, or Miss Iraq, what I'm I, I'm not entirely sure of the title, um, but she didn't she win. Said, so she's just she, Miss Iraq right. from the Miss Universe okay. pageant. Thank you. So Miss Iraq actually wound up losing her citizenship. They revoked her Iraqi citizenship because she took uh, a picture with Miss Israel. And to make matters worse, when she explained it, she said, "Hey, we're taught in like Iraq. We're taught in the Arab states, like oh, Jews are horrible. They're evil. They're demonic." It's like if you ever saw Jojo Rabbit, I, I, it's, it's hilarious. It's a satirical um, picture about how, uh, how Nazi propaganda influences you know, people's mindsets and how, you know, how stupid it really was. Um, but it's like it's almost to that level of ignorance and hatred that's being used and taught to everyday people, average people, who if they weren't undergoing this propaganda – would probably realize that, hey, it's okay to be different. Um, and, geez, isn't that a bit much to say at this time? But, I mean, Iran isn't a model country either. They have threatened the Saudis. They've threatened the Western world. They have threatened many people for many years. And they're a bit upset right now due to the fact of uh, fact that we pulled out in 2018 from their nuclear program. 
I mean, so. it's absolutely ridiculous. And one more thing on Israel, and then I really do want to get to Iran and all the, the S-stirring that they're doing. I'm trying to curse less people. I'm trying. It's very <laughs> difficult when you have, you know, absolute morons like Mia Khalifa who speak at all. But, again, this America, she has every right to say her stupid nonsense and be a completely ignorant piece of garbage. Again, her right. Her right as an American to be a piece of trash. But Israel is so accommodating. Last thing. Israel is so accommodating. It's It's frustrating. The holiest site in Judaism is the Temple Mount. It is the site of the first temple in the kingdom of Israel. Okay. They gave control of it up to the Muslims in the area. Jews are not allowed to pray on the Temple Mount, the holiest site in Judaism, in, the, in trying to gain peace. It's absolutely ridiculous. You gave up the holiest site in your religion to, to, a, to a religion that is like, 15 to 1700 years younger than yours. And it's not even the holiest site in Islam. It's like the third holiest site in Islam. It's absolutely mind boggling. How many concessions Israel has made in the name of peace. And none of it works because when all you want is the death of the state of Israel, nothing's going to satisfy you. But Gabe, why don't you give people a little bit more background on uh, what's going on with Iran? They're fun, right? They're a fun group of people. They're doing fun stuff over there. Obama loved Iran. I bet Joe Biden's going to love Iran. Everyone talks about, everyone on the left talks about how amazing the Iran deal was and how how successful it was. And it just definitely wasn't a complete failure of foreign policy. Oh, yeah. So Iran, beautiful, beautiful government over there. Uh, loving uh, on all aspects of, of foreign policy and domestic policy. Um, they have not been giving any information, any pertinent information to their nuclear development program, uh, which is where they uh, find enriched uranium and then use that as fuel to build nukes. Uh, they haven't been giving the UN uh, more it, their watchdog, which is actually the International Atomic Energy Agency, uh, any information since February. Since February, the UN the UN has gone relatively dark when it comes to Iran's nuclear development. And they, and Iran knew that, and Iran actually let the UN know that they were going to allow for a, uh, allow for more restrictions to be put in place because ever since Trump got out in 2018, they, and were also upset about the sanctions that the US put on Iran during the Trump administration, they wound up saying, hey, we're going to, kind of block you guys from checking in on us because the U.S. is no longer a part of this anymore. That being said, the uh, the IAEA was like, okay, sure, this is fine. They didn't realize when they went back to check that it was that extensive, that they really didn't find any data to show what progress that they've made. Now, this was something that they didn't even really release. The Associated Press got information on it. Uh, and since February 23rd, it's really been dark. Uh, the director general, uh, Raphael Grossi, says, we know that something happened here. There's no way around it. We have found this. There was material here. When was this? What, was happen- what has happened with this equipment? What is the material? They have to answer. And they know that, they, that, they know that there's something that, that should be there, obviously, but they really don't have the the ability to go in there because they agreed with Iran that they, that these restrictions we put in place essentially. So not only is this horrible from a UN blunder as they have been, as many of these global agencies have been blundering since the coronavirus, but 54 Democrats, sorry, 53 Democrats are calling on Biden 
to go back into the uh, Iran deal and to lift the sanctions that were for, that were put in place by former President Trump. Now, the issue is is that Iran thinks that they're entitled and is requesting or had requested in the past three billion dollars from the United States, possibly for give and take a few billion. So well, we're printing money anyways, just so that we can sit down at the table to talk to Iran about giving them money so they can build nukes, which is what they did in the first place. The money that we were going to give them in the Iran deal was for them to not really build nukes. So it's, it's I, I can't, I, I, I don't understand. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And again, I, I had a coworker who tried to tell me that the Iran deal was the future of foreign policy. I'm like, and I'm like, you know nothing. And again, in her defense, she was like 17 years old and thought she knew everything. She's like one of those model of UN people, blah, blah, blah. Com- completely misinformed. Again, not a not a stupid person by any stretch. Completely misinformed. Had a completely warped worldview for some reason. I really don't understand how these people operate. Okay? The future foreign policy was going to be, we're going to pay you to not do something. But we're not going to be able to check up on you and you can basically do whatever you want. Iran never stopped their nuclear program. They just took the money from Obama, used it to build nukes, and just didn't tell anybody. That's like saying, hey, Gabe, I'm going to pay you 20 bucks, right, to not cheat on your girlfriend. But I'm not going to check up on you and see if you're cheating on her. And if you do cheat on her, I'm not really going to do anything anyway. That's essentially what the Iran deal was. That's really what it was. And again, Gabe, I'm not saying you cheat on your girlfriend. All right, so. You know, Thank you. <laughs> I don't want you getting a sandal thrown at your head or, you know, anything worse. But she now that, knows how to use a gun. She now, she's now trained with a rifle. So I mean, that's that's yeah, yeah, you're, you're done, dude. You better, you better be careful. All the money you in the do. world won't be able to save you. <laughs> you're right. You're going to have to raise it from 20 bucks to 25. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. That's terrible foreign policy. It's the same thing that we had with the pipeline when they paid these hackers. So now anyone who has the ability to make us vulnerable, be like, hey, they pay. That's why the, the policy has always been that you don't negotiate with terrorists. Because once you negotiate with terrorists, every other terrorist in the world knows they're going to get something from you. And Iran, again, it's a legitimate country. They kind of run like terrorists. They fund terror all over the world. They fund Hamas. These are people who don't who want de- the death and destruction of America and of Israel. That's what they want. Oh I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's that obvious. I do, I don't, dude. I, it's really <laughs> insane how people think that this is a good idea. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb policy. And the fact that you have elected officials talking about giving more money to Iran or even sitting at the table with them—it's absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're going to condemn Israel, the freest Western uh, country in the Middle East, and you're going to be like, no, no, Iran needs our money. What? Let's Come put on. this in context. Let's put this in context. What if we were to take money and give it to Russia so they don't build nukes while they still build nukes? Or we do it to North Korea. Those are buzzwords for anybody on the left, right? Oh, Russia is scary. And I could understand. And I can understand. I certainly understand North Korea prior to the Trump administration when they wanted to kill us. Now we've become a laughingstock of the world, obviously, where other countries feel like they're entitled to our money, our relief, our just, oh, we're this plan is to give you money, but hold on, you're going to need to pay us money before you can even sit down to give us the money in the first place that we're going to just use to develop the same thing that you didn't want us to do. Like, 
I don't understand how anyone can get behind this. And you have now you have 54 de- uh, Democrats, uh, Democratic lawmakers, sorry, 53, that are saying that, oh, well, these sanctions were just in bad faith and don't worry about it. Like, do, what happened to being pro the country that you're from, that you're, that you're elected to, to defend the countries that you're elected to, their interests first? And it's really all about this virtue signaling to a, to a minority that, that you have to stand on this hill of equality, of this pseudo-equality all the time. What sort of equality is it where a country wants to destroy the infidel, which is essentially anyone who doesn't believe in their same in their same uh, in their in their same beliefs in their same religion or their same culture? It, they, it's, it's essentially like a radical. Sold, it's like if we gave. It's like if we sold guns to ISIS when ISIS was at its peak. That's essentially what it is. We're giving money. Well, there's to an argument for that. People that want us dead. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's yeah, idiotic. Well, there may have been an argument found within what you said that kind of supports that we kind of maybe give gave uh, resources to ISIS, whether unintentionally or intentionally, in the Obama administration. But that's besides I mean, the they, point. They're giving money to Hamas. I mean, Obama and Biden both gave money essentially to Hamas. You send money to Gaza, it goes to Hamas and Fatah. That's what it is. You send money to the Palestinian people, that money is taken by these terror groups, and it's used to attack Israel. Mm-hmm. And, and guess I read- what? The next group that they're going to attack, once they have the ability again, is they're going to attack us. Because that's what they want. They want the destruction of Western civilization. That's what they want. Right. And they don't care when they come over here if you're leftist or right. Right? You could be wearing a BLM shirt. Guess what? When that guy sets off the bomb, he's not going to care if he kills you. Because they want the that's death true. of America. That's what they want. They it's chant true. death and, to America and- all the time. Right, and these people are are certainly, I'd say, cowards of the of the highest caliber. Sending other people to do your dirty work. Uh, oh yes, believe me, suicide bombing. It's a great concept. Uh, you know, I have so many of my friends that in the, now they're in, they're in heaven where they're with Allah with however many versions seventy two. Make it a thousand. Who cares? It's like minimum wage. You can just raise it all the t- any time you want. You sell them on that pipe dream, right? Well, why haven't you done it? You're the one strapping the vest onto me. We should do it together. But no, you're a bunch of hypocrites. Bunch of people who are just scared and will send and will hide to find, uh, hide behind their own civilians and their own people. And that's who the Democrats consistently want to try and defend. And listen, I mean, I'm someone who has been advocating for American first policies because I support the country that I am a part of. I understand that this is the best damn country to be in. And the fact that the other countries wish to kill on a massive scale iran has given money to hamas already uh, and not just money but weapons high-tech weapons in comparison to whatever the hell they can cook in a pot uh you know in the rubble that is what they've created they what they sowed so they are they're saying that they're ready they're ready and they're ready to go for the next bout why would you say that you're ready to go? Why would you say that you want this and you're excited and you want more rockets? If you're truly about peace and oh, woe is me, why is it that you're, you're accepting more and more and more equipment to have a military strike and have a military presence to attack other people? It's not military targets that are being, that, that's going on. What we're finding is that it's civilians. You're blowing up hospitals, you're blowing up schools, you're blowing up... Uh, 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 you know, um, was it even like elder care? Anything that's a civilian target is okay in the minds of people of Hamas. And this isn't something that I'm just saying out of hyperbole or out of, out of exaggeration. This comes from people that are within, uh, that are leaders 
uh, that Aliyah is with the Hamas. And even, I, be- I forgot which, com- I believe it was the Daily Wire that actually had a Man of the Street video that said, oh, um, here's a, I think this like, here's a petition to remove uh, Israel, uh, their sovereignty or something of that nature. You know, we got to support Palestine. And he asked them, like these college kids, like, oh, what do you think about, you know, uh, about this? And we have to stop the Israeli oppressors. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, well, what do you think about uh, destroying, uh, what do you think about destroying their uh, their homes? Like soft targets, you know, not, nothing too big, just a few hospitals and some houses. Like, yeah, you know, those, those are some pretty good places to hit. So we're getting advice from Blue Anon, from Blue Anon supporters, which are obviously these stupid freaking college kids and obviously this doesn't go for all college students but when you're thinking like that obviously you don't understand critical thinking common sense and you're certainly not a warfighter to think that it's okay to target civilians but these are the people that have the loudest voice and it's honestly upsetting but what can we expect from people that don't have standards because again if the left didn't have standards they wouldn't have standards at all yeah i mean it's absolutely ridiculous and the fact that these leftist democrats don't can't take one second to condemn people like Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and AOC and whatever the other person in the squad is. They were disgusting people. They're absolutely disgusting people to go after Israel and spread lies. Listen, again, I've said this before. If it was true, I'd be the first one going, mm, Israel, you need to cut it out. But it's not true. It's the opposite of the truth. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I know I have people who know them. They're American Jews. They will not condemn one person on the left. Not one. Not one. Doesn't matter how radical they are. Doesn't matter how radical the group is. It doesn't matter the evidence that you show them, right? We have a video of a BLM leader talking about destroying Israel. No, no, I still support them. You you don't get it. They don't get it. These groups are not what they claim to be. And now you have more and more BLM um, people high up in these different chapters being arrested on uh, embezzlement charges and all these other things because they're taking donations and they're spending it wow. on houses and cars. You have one guy who left BLM because he realized that the organization wasn't what it, they were saying that they were. And he's coming out and he's talking now. We'll get that into a later episode. But I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous that people on the left refuse to condemn anybody. They don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because it's all in the name of equality and equality is more important than anything else. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, certainly. I, I mean, happy Pride Month, equality. Your people are extremely oppressed, so much so in this country that every major corporation, every organization and corporation under the sun that you supposedly hate because they're capitalists, you know, built whatever, providing you products and services and goods, are on your side. But apparently, like, and there's a difference between not being not having support at home and having an abusive, horrible, uh, you know, family and life experience and you know, growing up experience versus being systematically oppressed. And that's what a lot of people need to understand. If you, if I have everyone that supports my way of thinking, not just on a one-on-one basis, but if I have billboards and signs and telling me to be like a better person or think the way that I do, think the way that Gabriel Montalvo does and accept it, and you have to accept it, if not, you're a horrible person, that's not a systemic issue. But again, it's about playing on your heartstrings. It's about making you feel as though you're not worth it to then be able to sell you on your own BS. It's like rappers who haven't been in the hood for 20-plus years 
talking about the struggle and how they relate, selling you on that ignorance when they haven't even gone back to the community to try and make it a better place. I mean, it's 100% so. true. And listen, I, I used to love Tupac, one of the greatest rappers of all time. The dude was not a gangster at all. Not by any stretch of imagination. He was never a drug dealer. He was never a gangster. Dude went to a performing arts high school. Okay? He was a performer. That's what it is. This is what these people are. These people are liars and they're fakes. It's the same people, again, at the top of their industry. LeBron James, Oprah, Barack and Michelle Obama telling you as a black American you can't succeed. These people are billionaires. Billionaire. I don't know if the Obamas are billionaires yet, but they will be once a Netflix deal. You know, they start getting more money from that. But it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous. At the top of their field, telling you you can't succeed. It's a joke. And then, oh yeah, the Palestinian people just want freedom. Then how come they're throwing firebombs at Jews in the Diamond District in New York City? They're peaceful, right? It's garbage. It's absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. You want to touch on the Ron DeSantis thing real quick before we uh before we sign off? Yeah, and really quickly, uh, I, well, Tupac Shakur might have been nice. I hate his, uh, I don't know if it's his, I think it's his, his stepmom or his, his aunt, Asada Shakur. Oh, yeah. A cop killer. Yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely just had to throw it out there. Disgusting human being. Hope, I hope they put her in Gitmo. Anyways, sorry. Uh, now, coming to uh, Ron DeSantis on Pride Month, has actually signed a, hold on, let me get this uh, straight right here. The Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which ensures biological females in Florida sports don't have to compete with biologically born males who identify as transgender. So what this bill is doing is it's saying that if you were born a biological male, not assigned at birth, if you were not assigned a gender at birth, you were born with chromosomes, you were born with your genitalia, that defines, anyways, biologically, if you were born a male, you cannot compete in a female uh, sport, even if you identify as transgender. It is in place to protect women's sports. It is saying that there is a fundamental difference, even if you're on hormone blockers, even if you're on hormone replacement therapy, even if you do plastic surgery, that there is still a biological difference, fundamental found within your biological chemistry, within your physiology, that coursing through your veins is still that testosterone more than that you could find in a woman that will prevent you from being able to compete. That's really what it boils down to. And he and DeSantis said, we're going based off biology, not based off of ideology. When we're doing sports, the bill defines a student's biological sex based on the student's official birth certificate at the time of birth. Now, the Human uh, Rights Campaign, which is an LGBT plus group, is saying that they're already ready to take legal action against uh, Ron DeSantis and this bill on the Florida uh, government. But DeSantis has already said, he already said that in Florida, we're going to do what's right. We'll stand up for uh, two corporations. They're not going to take, sorry, they're not going to dictate the policies in this state. We will stand up to groups like the uh, NCAA that think they should be able to dictate the policies in different states, not here, not ever. So, again, good guy DeSantis standing up for what's right and not really willing to back down. What are your thoughts? Oh, 100%. Listen, I'm not someone who watches women's sports. Um, The only women's sport I will ever watch is women's college hockey because that's how much I love hockey. But it is absolutely ridiculous to allow a biological man to compete in women's sports. It is unfair to women. Absolutely. Completely unfair. We've seen in MMA the guy broke the woman's face. And said they were happy about it. 
Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever you want to call him, right? It was. It wasn't a guy. It was a woman. Whatever. That's, that's not what we're arguing right now, right? Okay. Identifies as a woman. Great. Identifies as an Apache hel- attack helicopter. Doesn't make it true. Okay. Let's just be honest. Again, we've talked about this before. We want these people to get treatment and support that they need, so they can be healthy and happy people. Putting them into women's sports only seeks to destroy women's sports. I'm a biological man. Tomorrow, I can say I identify as a biological woman, enroll in a community college, and I could probably play on half their sports teams. Is that fair that I would take a spot away from a, from a girl who might need that in order to go to college? To continue it's absolutely unfair. It's unfair to allow men or biological men, whatever the hell you want to call it, right? We're not, we're not. To compete against women, you have a natural advantage. We have stronger muscles. We're naturally bigger, naturally faster. It, it's it's unbelievable that this is even an issue. It's completely insane. I'm really glad that you signed this bill. This is extremely important. Women's sports are important. Listen, again, I don't watch them. But every every high school girl, every middle school girl should have the ability to play a sport without having to worry about being run over by somebody who's biologically stronger and faster because they were born a male. Right. And I mean, this isn't just a, a and I condemned uh, DeSantis for making this, even though it's a conservative point that he's saying here. Uh, he also mo- says that, um, so moving forward, any student who is deprived of an athletic opportunity as a result of a violation of this law will have right to civil remedies. So there will be, uh, there, there is already be setting up in place uh, a within ju- the judicial system, within the court system, to be able to identify and actually promote i guess this you know sort of equality now people will say oh well conservatives they want things out of their government but yet uh you know they're regulating what people can and cannot do uh realize that it's already a government issue when people are receiving money uh for scholarships from the government when they're receiving fafsa when they're receiving uh different grants to go to school on a government's dime which is a taxpayer dime so if we're going to have a conversation about what's fair and what's not then we should talk about removing the government from schools and from other aspects of our lives but i don't think that's a conversation that people are ready and willing to have yet no but the real the real conversation is that the government's there to protect our rights are we talk about this all the time the rights of these girls to be able to play a sport and be safe in that and not have to go against a biological male if i had a daughter right and she was doing high, high school boxing and i found out that the guy she's going against is is as a biological male she's not she's not stepping in that ring i might step yeah. in that ring She's not stepping in that ring. It's not happening. If she's playing high school hockey and is a biological male on the other team, she's not stepping on the ice. It's not mm-hmm. happening. I I play I play men's league. There are women who play with men. They're not they're not even close to as strong. They're not even close to as fast. It's never happens. I could body up any of these chicks again. I'm not big. I'm like 5'8", 170. That's it. I could body up any chick I've ever played against easily, easily. And if we were playing full hitting, I guarantee you they would get hurt. It's, and it's, it's about not because of and that's, these, it's about protecting these girls when they play sports. They should be able to play right. against other girls. Right, and it, this isn't because Evan is is a uh, is someone who's abusive. He's just pointing out the physicality of sports. First of all, they always skate into me. No, but they do. This happens. It's like a phenomenon. I know we were running up against the clock. Every time I go to like a clinic or we play, I always somehow they either skate into me. Like I got punched in it. I got I got slashed in the in the legs one time for winning a face off. Like I don't know what it is. 
female hockey players either like are really attracted to me and want to be next to me or they really hate me. I don't know which one it is, but it doesn't really make a difference. I'm engaged. I'm very happily engaged. It doesn't make a difference, but it, it's a phenomenon that always happens. It's really, really strange. I don't know where it comes from. Hey, listen, I, I don't know. Uh, but hey, I think uh, we cover all the bases today. I think uh, we did a pretty good show. And hopefully we can listen. If anyone has any sort of concerns, questions, comments, leave them here. We'll read the comments. We've, we have read comments. We've responded to them before. And send us an email or send us a, a message at uh, what, is, what, what is our handles? I'm, I'm used to doing Well, why don't you tell the people your handles first, Gabe, so they can send all their angry messages towards you? Yeah, God, not again. All right. So if you are on Instagram, please, you can find me at Baron.Montalvo, B A R O N.Montalvo. If you're on Twitter, it is Baron underscore Montalvo. And if you're on Facebook and on Linktree, which has the links to all of uh, my other uh, endeavors, you can uh, type in the Baron Montalvo there and you can find all of, uh, all of my stuff. And if you're a young Republican in the area, or even if you're not in New York and uh, you're in the tri-state area, please consider joining the NYYRC. Uh, and you can find more information at nyyrc.com and uh, on their social media uh, handles at nyyrc on all platforms. All right, guys, and make sure you like, share, and subscribe all of our episodes, again, on all podcast platforms. You know, if you're really bored in the car, there's not really that much good stuff on the radio. Pop us on, you know, audio platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all these podcast apps, Empire State Conservatives. That's where you can find us. You can also check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. And once again, guys, if you want to support us, again, nothing is cheap. Everything costs money for us. And the people who have given us monthly donations, people who have bought merchandise in the past, we thank you so much because that allows us to spread the message. It allows us to pay less of our own money to help spread the message of conservatism and help fix New York. Go to EmpireStateConservatives.com. Again, use code Cuomo sucks for 15% off. You can get a shirt, get a hat, whatever you want. We have everything. We have our new whitewash shirt. I have a new shirt coming up in the next few days. It's going to be amazing. So, guys, for that, everybody, please stay safe and don't let fear. Take your freedom.